You're listening to the 1208 Podcast from 1208 Greenwood Free Methodist Church in downtown Jackson, Michigan. I want us to try to get into the minds of Mary and Joseph. From the beginning of the Bible, there is a prophecy. Right at the get-go, we mess things up. And right at the get-go, God prophesies that he's going to fix it. But it's a human problem, and therefore it has to be fixed by a human. So, the snake is the one that's kind of led us into this mess. But we've given ourselves willingly over to the snake. And God prophesies over the snake, one day, Eve is going to have a descendant who's going to smash your head, crush your head, step on you, and mess you up. And in that prophetic word right there, we get this this, this, uh, uh, foreshadowing that one day there will be a descendant within the line of humanity that is going to overcome the snake, that is going to come Death, since death and the snake belong together. That's going to overcome sin, since sin and the snake belong together. And this thing is going to be crushed and done away with. And so it's no wonder to me, though it took me a while to realize this, that John, um, when he's writing his, his gospel, there's one point where, where Jesus calls his mom woman, you know, which for us is like, whoa, Jesus, you don't, you don't do that. But I think John is actually trying to like think back to Genesis. This is not just any woman. This is the woman, the, the descendant of Eve who will give birth to the descendant of the one that will fix things. So John's like remembering back to the fact that there's this prophecy that one day uh, the woman will give birth to a descendant that will fix things. But nobody ever saw the way in which this would happen. No one could have expected the way in which this would happen because God has designed the world to work in a certain way to create human descendants, if you know what I mean. That a mother and a father come together and out of this union, a descendant will rise up. So imagine the confusion in Mary's understanding of reality and science and and what God is up to. When an angel appears to her. Like here's the deal. You've skipped a few steps. I'm just giving you a descendant. I'm giving you a child. The Holy Spirit is doing a miracle. Something amazing. Something that no one is ever going to believe. When you tell them. <laughs> This beautiful miracle that is for you will also probably be a bit ostracizing. And there may be a few people who believe her. Elizabeth is one example. But Elizabeth herself, she's already gone through a different miracle of having a descendant. She's way too old. She's past the point of science to be able to have a baby. And yet it's happening to her anyways. So Elizabeth one of Mary's relatives, maybe the only person in the world at this time who's able to track with her about this miracle. But everybody else 
Everybody else is not going to be able to make sense of what is happening in actuality. Including Joseph. Because when Joseph hears the news that Mary is pregnant, he's engaged to her and he just kind of decides in that moment, well, we probably should probably break off this engagement then. But he, he's, he's a good guy. He doesn't want to create a huge fuss and ruin her life. So he, he decides that he's going to kind of break off the engagement quietly. When an angel appears to him in a dream, just as the Joseph of the Old Testament was a dreamer, so the Joseph of the New Testament is a dreamer as well. All the times in which Joseph comes in contact with what God wants to do, it's in a dream. Even when he meets the angels, those happen within dreams for Joseph. And so Joseph has this dream in which an angel appears and explains the deal. This is actually a miracle. It's something that God is doing. Your fiance is not pregnant with someone else's baby, as you would probably be assuming. Because you know it's not yours. You haven't done anything like that. Your fiance is pregnant with the miracle of the Holy Spirit. Now, Mary can't really get out of this. Mary is, as it were, stuck in the miracle. But Joseph, Joseph has a chance to run. Joseph can unstuck himself from what God is doing. But he hears these words and he decides to commit. But what are they going to do? Seriously, who's ever going to believe them when they're like, oh, I see you guys are pregnant. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a miracle. Like, we didn't do anything. Oh, okay. Sure you didn't. No, for real, we didn't do it. Like, they had to get to the point that they didn't tell anyone this story, other than maybe Elizabeth and a few others. Because no one would ever believe you. I mean, what sounds more like a cover, like a, like a, a, a God kind of cover up than, oh no, this was a, this was a miracle. He <laughs> sure it was. That's how reality works. And so I wonder if Joseph ever even tried to explain. Because he was still committed to Mary. So everybody would first be like, oh, Joseph, I see that you've kind of broken some of the rules a little early here, buddy. To which Joseph would want to say, no, 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 I didn't. And I bet he tried that before. But then they'd be like, oh, well, so it must be your baby, though, because you're still with her. Well, no, 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 it's not my baby. Oh, you're just adopting. She's had an affair already and you're just sticking with it, raising someone else's baby. No, it's not like that either. Joseph, what is it like? Like, which of the paradigms that we can explain here is it? Did you cross the lines early or did you just adopt someone else's child? You know what Joseph would have had to do? He would have had to get used to just taking on the shame. It wasn't a shame to carry. It wasn't Mary's shame to carry. Because in reality, none of it was shame. But eventually, within their social circles, they would have had to come up with a story that they were both just going to stick to. Yes, we crossed the line early. Oh, you did. Yeah, that makes sense. 
And though they didn't, the Bible actually says Joseph didn't cross that line until after Jesus was born. Though they didn't, everywhere they would go, they would have to be in a weird, sticky situation where they would be ostracized by their friends, their family. They would be in weird social situations where everybody would be gossiping about them and talking about them. And they would have to own the gossip because what people thought was happening was the only logical explanation that they could put together. Joseph would either have to make Mary even more ostracized by saying, that's not my baby, or just eventually say, yeah, that's my baby. We crossed the line. Because ain't nobody around them going to believe that God just did a miracle like this. How far are you willing to commit to the miracles of God? How far are you willing to go when God puts you in a situation that is going to make you look bad even though it has nothing to do with the wrong thing? Like a case like this. Like I get it. Like these aren't the kinds of situations we usually land in. But there's some weird stuff that happens throughout the Bible from time to time where surely people were wincing at the people who said God told them something. Isaiah comes out and is like, as a shine to all of you about how God sees everything about you, I will walk around naked for the next few years. Oh, really, Isaiah? God told you to do that. Okay, sure, sure, God told you. Oh, he's out again, why? Hosea comes along. As a sign to you of your infidelity in your marriage with God, God has called me to marry this prostitute. Sure he did, Hosea, sure. God told you that. Occasionally there's some very strange areas that Bible characters fall into. And they know it's going to ostracize them. They know it's going to make them look weird. But they harness a miracle in the midst of that. They follow through with something that God is up to. And it goes down in history as as something amazing that God worked out in the background. So though Joseph and Mary will continue to find themselves in this awkward space, they will actually go on to raise up God in flesh himself. They will actually go on to give birth to the miracle that will bring an end to sin. They will go on to give birth to the miracle that will bring about the resurrection in the age to come. They will go on to give birth to a king. Though nobody recognizes it yet. Though nobody understands it yet. That is the kind of fruit that's going to come out of the strangest social situation that they're going to find themselves in. And one day, people will celebrate their story. That story that they had to keep hidden for probably 30 years while Jesus was alive. Because even the Pharisees seemed to wink at one point at Jesus. Like, hey, didn't we hear that you are a uh, son that came out of wedlock? Isn't that what your identity is, Jesus? That's the kind of story that got around. But one day, Mary would be able to tell the real thing. Hey, Mary, we just found out that your child was uh, the son of God. Um, We thought he was just like a human. We thought he was just the Messiah. But like 
I was up on a mountain with him and uh, he was transfigured before me and turned into what I can only describe looked like a heavenly being, like, a, like an angel. Mary, is there anything that's ever happened in your life that could explain to me <laughs> why your child looked like an angel to me one day? Ah, well, now that the secret's out, yeah. This is not Joseph's kid. This is not anybody's kid. The Holy Spirit did something. I don't know how to explain it. I just woke up and I was pregnant. I haven't told anybody that because nobody ever believes me. But you can talk to my cousin. She's on my side. Suddenly the story that's been hidden for so long... The story that's had them ostracized goes from being that, that miracle pain that they carried to being celebrated. That actually the early church and the church throughout the coming centuries will be able to say, this is part of the way in which we know that Jesus was God because his father was God. That a miracle happened that brought him to life. Something that we can't explain. Mary and Joseph hid it for a while. But now the secret's out. It's just another demonstration of the proof of what God has done through Christ. Another demonstration of who he is. And that becomes a story that's now celebrated and and expounded on that every single year we would all come together to retell the story of the virgin birth. That though for them, for much of their life, it would be shame, for us, it would become celebration. You just never know what God might do when he's up to a miracle in the background, even when that miracle can seem a little bit shady or confusing from our angle. As we close out this message, I'm going to sing one more song for you. And if uh, somebody wants to grab the slides, it's the one in there called Mary and Joseph. Christian Zima that I've been thinking over as I've been uh, thinking over Mary and Joseph.
Christmas wanting to harbor the miracles that you want to do inside of ourselves. That though we know it's very rare that anyone's going to be thrown into such a crazy, ridiculous situation as Mary and Joseph were, we want to be the kind of people that are willing to carry the ostracization that this world would put us through when your miracles are made manifest in us. It's the kind of thing that I see all the time, Lord. So many videos surfacing online of, of people making fun of this person or that person when they uh, try to follow your spirit and do a miracle. People's theology that claims that miracles don't happen anymore, they'll, they'll rip them apart 
I think of one pastor who just had a really powerful encounter with your Holy Spirit lying in bed when suddenly your spirit came on him in the middle of the night and shook him around. One of the things that he told him in that moment was that he was going to have to be humble if he wanted to carry the blessings that you were giving him he was going to have to put up with the world shaming him hating him for it and how often that's happened to that person God, we don't want to carry the kind of shame that is legitimate. But we do want to be willing um, to carry your miracles to levels where people can't understand. So teach us, help us, and grow us in this way. In Jesus' name, amen.